I trust that that's all good. What what have the Smurfs done now? What haven't they done? Not stolen anything. Shut your fucking fireworks up! You made them enough. Ain't, ain't, ain't the fireworks day supposed to be like a week from now or something? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're celebrating my birth. Are you Guy Fox? They just don't realize they're celebrating. They he's that, he's got. All oh, right, he... you're fucking fifth of November. Yeah. I'm six. They they celebrate the night before because oh, it's you're six. God damn it. I'm yeah. worthless. I remember. I That's remember because it's your cousin's people. birthday as well. You, Bro, you, you think I know my cousin's birthday? You should know at least. You, you hang around with him. You, you don't like freaking friends. You should know some. Oh dear. Yeah, it's not like it's a. It's not like it's a catchy, easy to remember birthday like I 10, killed 10. ten ten. Who's ten ten? Me. You're ten ten. I came here. I went to the UK for my birthday. I got. <laughs> <sighs> You're the oh, worst. Dear. You're all the worst. Don't blame Don't Ryan here. Don't blame Duncan. Don't blame Ryan. Don't blame Stefan. Don't blame you know it's everyone. Don't blame me. Don't blame the English it. people. Well, I mean, don't blame the British people. No English. You know, you might as well at this point. Blame the UK. You're the only one who's English. They're not a real union anyway. <laughs> uh, sweet. I'm watching an advert for The Shining. Uh, okay. Well, let's go. Is it The Shining or The Sleeping Thing? It was The Shining because it was Sky Cinema Halloween. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of Shining, move on to this podcast. Yeah. This bright, spangly, shining, all podcasts and no play makes... (laughs) Yeah. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Well, lucky for us, we're not Jack. I could be. But, uh, yeah, this, this immaterial podcast... Immaterial Gamers podcast. The podcast itself is quite immaterial, but the actual brand name is Immaterial Gamers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's currently starring the following three people. Um, Playing the role of Jack Nicholson is Ryan. Hello. Playing the role of Jack Nicholson's wife is Stefan. Yes, my dear! And uh, playing the role of the kid with the shining powers who eventually... Runs around in an ice maze and watches Jack Nicholson freeze to death. It's uh, it's Duncan. I see dead people. Wait, <laughs> wrong kid. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never actually watched The Shining. I can uh, tell. Well, I've never watched all. I've never watched all of it anyway. That's the one where Jack Nicholson's all like, "Here's Johnny." Oh, I know. I know. I know that. I know the actual the da. I know. I know all that because I did inter- You know I all the imagery. Yeah, I know all the imagery to it. I, I just never watched it. I ba- I've, I've only watched like clips of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've no, kind I've... of ruined the film for myself. But I've watched like yeah. clips of it just to see like this is how this is meant to work in this type of genre and blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean it's just yeah, it's it's being clips because you know we're not horror people. But um, no, it's it's just sort of you know the, the my memory of The Shining is the Treehouse of Horror parody of it in The Simpsons. Hmm. That's odd. Usually the blood gets off on the second floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's one that it's one that's apparently known for Stephen King absolutely hating the Stanley Kubrick film and uh, more Lords, a TV miniseries of it instead. Sometimes oh, I wonder like... if, like, you know, when there's, like, an immensely successful slash beloved film based on a book mm. 
the writers just kind of get like a little mad about it you know it's like they yeah. made their story better or like more enjoyable to a wider audience you know yeah. it's like but the guy who made charlie and the chocolate factory he fucking hates that movie yeah he he, Wait, he did rolled the hole no um, it was charlie and the chocolate factory the original, the original. The original. Oh. Gene Wilder one, yeah. I don't know the if the I don't know if the writer was still alive when the remake came out, but he probably would have liked that one more. I think that was slightly closer to his original vision. Mm. Yeah, I, I think he makes. I think he mostly hated it because like Willy Wonka was like too nice, or whatever. Like Willy Wonka's like kind of an asshole. Yeah, and Johnny Depp is an asshole. So uh, they were they were made for each other in the like the newer one. Hence why that would have been a thing. Yeah, Gene Wilder just. I mean, pulled off the eccentric part of it, but yeah. But it's also the same with, um, I believe it's like Watchmen as well. I, mean, I can't say much for the other half of the Alan Moore and Dave, some or other. I'm so sorry. That's the problem with a media who turns around and says, it's Alan Moore's Watchmen. No, two people wrote the uh, wrote and drew the graphic novel. But yeah, he absolutely hated Watchmen. And reinforce the idea that there will never be a Watchmen sequel. Well, that mm-hmm. didn't work out, but, um, you know. Bank account ran dry. Renew yeah. that license. Yeah. You know. Great, great American actor Robert Redford playing President Robert Redford. I'm not lying. Alright. Um, so, uh... At least he won't get confused when they call his name. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's all great. But, um, you know, enough of, uh dodgy remakes of, of stuff that you know we've not got you know, the competition between novel novelists and directors yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll I mean we'll see what happens now that uh, Doctor Sleep comes out and you know that was the you know I think oh it's a sequel to The Shining oh, that's great I didn't realise it was a sequel to The Shining oh yeah it was written in 2013 but uh yeah I don't know where that one will go but uh, you know, enough of um. I've lost dun, where I was dun, going with dun, that for. I've lost dun. where you were at all. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was some jeopardy. You know what? Let's just move on. Let's go to what's been played. What's been played? Yeah. Biscuit. Biscuits. Fucking fruit fly. Fuck off. That fruit fly has been at you since we recorded the Spooktober episode. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same bloody thing. It's probably one of Marguerite's flies. Mm. But, uh, yeah, um, we'll go with Duncan this week. Sure, man, first. why not? So, uh, what so have guess, you been playing? Yeah, I've got two small talking points. Okay. Uh, I guess, can... I'm gonna, just for the sake of something different, I'll mention what I was doing on Friday instead of having fun with the gang. Okay. Uh, I went out to bingo with my mom yeah bingo so old uh, you know, men i, I quote I'm surrounded unquote, by old men i quote unquote played bingo which i mean it's <laughs> like he kind of it kind of plays itself yeah let's so, say uh, yeah it's, it's the greatest of idle games but, <laughs> but uh yeah for the benefit of the audience who don't know what bingo is uh, please uh, please people. explain so bingo right when you play bingo, you get a f- you get a sheet of paper with numbers on it. Yeah. Uh, five columns, B I N G O. Ah, right. Um, okay, so you're playing the 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 classic seventy-five ball bingo yes. then. 
Yes. And so you get you get five columns, and it's like 15 rows or something. Yeah. You know, it's numbers 1 through 75 are all essentially randomized. You, you, basically, you basically get three squares per, you know, at a time where it's like, uh, you know, you get three sheets and it's like one through five. Well, well mm-hmm. one through 15 will be the B's somewhere amongst the three uh, sheets. And then it's like, yeah. you know, 16 through 30 are all under the I's and et cetera, et cetera. So you get to 75. Mm-hmm. So basically everyone has all the same numbers, but they're all, the order is randomized. Yeah. And so you can, you can buy, you know, up to a certain number of like sheets, like one bingo with, you know, five columns, 15 rows. That's one sheet and you can buy it or you can call it a line. I'm not sure what the actual terminology is, but uh, you, you can buy like up to 10 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, but... We call them books, I think. Probably. Well, we have ours in books, which are based, you know, which have various. We'd be like, there's a set amount of games that would go in a session. And a yeah. book would cover that session. Yeah, for for playing the game, you can have you you basically get like a certain number of sheets that are put on like an electronic account that just basically oh, plays yeah. itself, and then you can like buy additional physical sheets which you manually dab with your bingo dabber. Yeah, that's that's a that's a dabber, not a um, dabber. Uh, for the benefit of of people, I just dabbed. Oh God. You're gonna get some uh, get to get a photograph of that for visual reference. Maybe at some it's point. It's like it's like playing Pokemon Bingo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. There you go. For all the gamers out there. But yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. So basically, in, in Bingo, it's just like they give you, you know, they call out randomized, you know, letter number combinations. You know, B twelve. You know, O sixty nine, etc. etc. Until you know you fulfill certain criteria. And there's different games like you know. A lot of games you get, you know, you're looking for two lines, so five squares in a row for any, on any one board, you know, in in any two of them. Mm-hmm. You got the the inside square, which is you know, you got a, all all around the free space. You get all those dots. You got a lot of full boards. You know, we try to fill in every square on the board. Good old blackout bingo. And you know, it's all it's all it's all well and good. Yep, and then. I'm going to guess on the idea is that generally once you fill that board, you'll get a prize or money. I'm going to yes, yeah. Whoever the first person to get a bingo of whatever game they're playing, you know, we've played like 11 games or something. Yeah. So whoever gets, you know, the first one, they get the prize for that game. And if anyone does it simultaneously, they split the prize. Mm-hmm. We we agreed when we went in that we would split all of our winnings, which has turned out to be great because I didn't win anything and my mom won like $300. <laughs> Perfect. Now the good old syndicate rule, where you know whoever you go with is a winner if any of yours win. Yeah, she took. I mean, she took. You know, the cost of my game boards out of the the winnings, and before she split it with me. But mm. you know, I still made out with like 130 bucks that I didn't earn. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. See, uh, you see, I also played bingo uh, the night before you played your bingo then. And I made out with a absolutely whopping five pounds. My God! But uh, yeah. You made it sound like you were ma. When did I make it sound that? The other day, when you said the winning my bingo winnings will help me get this game, and you got me. A- no, that was not the bingo winnings. That was from the bingo site. But we 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 don't talk about that. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, would you recommend Bingo to, to other people there, Duncan? Maybe if you're, like, under the age of, like, 49, I'll, like, you wouldn't go, don't go by yourself, you know? Yeah. Go with uh, people, that's... you know? Go with old yeah. people, go with, like, your parents or whatever. It's not exactly, like, a bachelor's night out, I would say. Uh, I'll say some, some people do, uh, some people have had stack dues at the Bingo. They have one sad life. And then uh, people have had hen nights there as well. The women. The women people always play bingo. The, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people that do do it. So I mean, if yeah. it's something you're already doing, good for you, man. Uh, if it's something you haven't done and you're thinking about it, I mean, it's not my recommendation, but, you know, it's alright. It's an evening killer. It can be exciting yeah. when you're like, ooh, I'm almost there. I just need two more dots I'm, and I'm good. Someone else shouts bingo and you're like, you bitch! Yeah, there was lots of that. Not like actual cursing, but like, you know... Someone goes bingo, and then like half the room goes ah. Yeah, that's that's a good sound. I mean, at your bingo place, did you go? Did you have what I call the exodus of the old person? The exodus of the old person. Yeah. So so after the last game, well, while the last game's being played, when the house is called or the bingo is 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 called, the bingo call of you know usually thanks everyone for 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 being there, lets people know about what's happening over the rest of the week, but. While they're doing that, there is just the shuffling exodus of a few dozen people aiming for any fire exit possible in pure disgust at how bad their night went. Uh, well, there were lots of people leaving. Uh, no one had any announcements to make. I'll, I'll say that. Everyone was just kind of like, all right, come up front if you want something. If not, good luck. Ne- better luck next time. Whatever. If not, baka. Pretty much. <laughs> Polite way of just saying that. No, there's no reason to be polite to old people. But yeah, it's uh, it was okay, you know. I had a laugh. When I first got there, we we had a very strange experience where the song All Star was playing. And like, oh, hey, I like this song. And then like it played again. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, it got to the fifth replay before I was like, hold on, there's something really weird going on. <laughs> and eventually, the... Uh, the one of the the DJ or whatever, not like it wasn't like an actual DJ, someone's iPod or whatever. Yeah, they finally turned it off. I was just like, ah, so I'm starting to have a John Mulaney skit. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be honest, I would have sat there and heard All Star and thought, oh shit, the horror movies come to life. Do 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 do. This is do. Five nights going. in bingo. <laughs> Five nights in bingo. Oh dear. Five nights at Breddy's. Right. Uh, so that was your that was your bingo. And, yeah, uh, I guess the only other thing I have, one. yeah, the only other thing I had to talk about would be super quick because I was playing more Overcooked. Uh, my Yay. sister and I beat the main campaign in Overcooked two. We were Sweet. like two missions away last time we played. We didn't even know. <laughs> so close. Yeah, and then so we decided to, to just jump into the DLC. Uh, the first one we're doing is sort of camping themed. Okay. So like we're doing like s'mores. S'mores. Uh, oh, how how bad could that go? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, it's fucking hard as shit. So basically, like <laughs> the gimmick, the the unique gimmick for the DLC is that when you make the marshmallows, you have to like have a fire going. Yeah. And uh, you have to like keep replenishing the fire with firewood. Okay. Because like it'll the the speed at which the marshmallows roast is slower to, if the heat of the flame is lower. So you want to try to keep it as close to maximum as possible. Okay. But it was hard. Like we were, we had this the second level of the DLC. Like we cannot get anywhere near two stars. 
or three stars rather. We've been trying to go for three. We've been getting two stars pretty good, but like you know, like the goal is like nine hundred and sixty. Our average is like seven eighty or something. Like we're not even close, and we've never had that much difficulty with any level before. Ooh. And it's the thing is like I don't feel like I'm slow. I I have like a perfect rhythm where I'm constantly moving. I'm constantly being productive. And usually when that happens, it's like you're on the right track, but yeah, no, nah, I can't get me. there. No, you want to be yeah. productive, don't play with me. So we'll have to check that out. You're gonna, uh, we're gonna get you to, we want to try to get you to play that when, when we get here. I play Overcooked. I played it before. It's fun issue. Yeah. Let's, let's let's play some Overcooked when you get here. It'll be fun. Watch me beat the level. <laughs> you'll be the you'll be the thing. You'll be what puts us over the edge. I am the edge hmm. of glory. <laughs> God damn it. Of society. So, uh, you know what it must be like to be Lady Gaga and to just to be honestly, without any hint of irony, just go, who's Ninja? What's Fortnite? Oh, Ninja's a streamer, isn't it? Yeah, nin- Ninja's a streamer and Fortnite is, well, we, we, we know what Fortnite is, but... So every time I hear... Starving children in Africa saying, know what Fortnite is. All, all, all I know is he says, you're saying, and everyone knows what, and then I hear white noise, and I don't know what you're on about. Ah, is it like just is it just white noise that's interspersed with flashes of red of the rage that you have? No, just I just hear white noise. Uh yeah, I I hear the sea sometimes when someone mentions Fortnite. There you go again. When, when someone, someone mentions, mentions white noise, Steph, I want uh, you to tell me if you can tell the difference between the two sounds you're about to hear. Okay, Fortnite. I, I don't hear any difference. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from uh, one sound like it came from your mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Steph, when uh, so really we'll, <laughs> so we will we'll, we'll move on there. So so we know you haven't been playing, but um, what have you been playing? I've been playing. I've gone back to where uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about Dungeon. Defenders. Oh, you have talked about Dungeon Defenders. Oh, have too. I? I've, I've gone back to it. Ah, okay. They brought out um a new incursion. I'm changing off uh, while while doing this podcast. I am currently playing. It's not a game I have to think that much in. <laughs> Hard right. much in, to be honest. I just plan a few things down and I'm a bit overpowered at the minute and I'm farming stuff for when I re- reascend. But um, they've added new incursions, I believe it is, called... Um, let me just give me a sec. Sure, they're called Prime Incursions. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're Prime Incursions and there's eight levels. So for each, like, chaos almost. Right. But there's only seven chaoses. Well, thank God there's only seven chaoses. Eight chaoses would just be... Oh, God. Just I couldn't handle much. it. A chaos but, um, too far? Let, let's put it this way. I can easily do chaos eight. Well, chaos seven slash chaos eight maps. I cannot do the new stuff. I get my ass kicked. Quite literally get my ass kicked. So right now, I'm farming to get myself stronger in it. Farming as I can do. And right now, I, everyone else who plays this game with me was well sat there going, why have you gone back to it? Because well, I wanted to. Yeah, anyone can go back to anything. New, the characters and all that haven't changed. None of the... And um, new, the new Ram one comes out. Awakening comes out soon, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. That comes out um, just after I come back. I think the beta is either... It starts while I'm away, or it starts as I come back. Ah. Yeah, the prime incursion. Right. So, uh, you enjoying it? Um, the Prime Incursions? Uh, if I could do Prime Incursion 1, I probably would. <laughs> but I can't uh, even do that. I, I literally get my ass kicked. I tried one, and it was like, oh god, nope, not on my own. 
So for what I do on my own, I need to get a lot stronger in the game. And anyone else who wanted to play with me, like Ryan, me and Ryan, Terry, Danny, and all the rest of it who don't want to play it anymore because they fell dramatically behind me in builds and everything else because I played a lot more. Um, they don't want to really want to play anymore because they don't want to try catching up. So it's like I'm just playing. It. Mm. So it's just a nice grind for me. Plus, it's something I can do while like doing like little quick tests for myself while doing like, what I was doing. Huh? My um, electrician class and that. So like set up my build, yeah. just let it go and just hit G every now and then. And then continue studying and doing whatever else I needed to do. Fair dues. One of them games where you don't need to put as much thought in it. Yeah, it's a tower defense at the end of the day, isn't it? So, yeah, it's a tower defense where you get where you start to struggle. That's where you kind of like use your champion a bit more, going for a bit more DPS damage with your champion. Yeah, but yeah. At the minute, I'm just trying to grind, get all my champions up to a better scar level because right now my only champion that's really good can't build. So it's like all my building champion needs to get up to a better scratch. Hmm. And I need to um, get to a better ascension levels and to better ascension floors. I know people that can get to like floor 300 on their own. So like, I can barely get to floor 100. I'm like, right, yeah, I'd happily do this. So I need to grind, grind out quite just to get levels. So I can oh. get happy. Don't even get me wrong. Playing with other people is a lot better. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that sort of with better that. together. You event, we're playing with, in this game, I find you. We play with other people. You advance quicker. Yet with a solo player, who puts a bit more, who puts more time into it, might advance slower, but they'll be stronger than you. So they could advance. So when you actually, let's say, I ascend when I can ascend, they will grind a lot more, and send at a higher level. So when they ascend, they can easily get back to the. Because when you ascend, your levels in that reset. Mm. So. When someone, like, I, I play a lot solo, so when I, I grind a lot, so when I ascend, I can put myself almost instantly back at the level I ascended at. Right. And then just continue doing what I was doing. Okay. With the added experience bonus, money bonus, and everything else. So it makes cool. the game a little bit easier for me while I've ascended to gain levels and everything else. But look, you ascend, from what I know, it's better off to ascend at higher levels because you get better return from it. Not in return of, um, you're always guaranteed, to my knowledge, a 5% increase of gold income and a 5% increase of bonus experience. But your talent cap, which is your points that you spend on your skills, will always go off the highest floor you can get to, as well as your maximum level when you ascend. Right. And then you have a, a minimum ascension level where... When you reset, instead of going back to level 1, or level 0, you will ascend to, let's say, just a, a lower level. So, like, at the minute, I'm level 883. If I ascend now, I could go back to being 4, 5, 6, 709, by the looks of it. Well, somewhere around that. No, right. Yeah, I'm about 79, 710. So, I, I'll lose almost 200 levels, but I'll be 200 levels closer to being back at that, but getting an extra 5% experience bonus to it. So I'll get to that point a lot quicker. The only thing is, though, it resets all your items. Mm. So a lot you of effort. Of, you need a lot of money. It's like, the highest amount of money I've had in this, I think, is about 6, 7 mil. At the minute, I've got 3. If I ascended now, there's no way I could get almost all my champions back to the power they're at now. I might be able to get a full team, 
and just spam a map for a bit, just to spam go. But that'll be the best I can do. Okay. Fair enough. Oh dear. Right. Alright, yeah. What have uh, you been doing? I'm, I've been playing Tyranny. Tyranny? And I don't know if I've already played this before, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk weird. about it anyway. Explain so, um, your Tyranny. Yeah. So, Tyranny is a uh, isometric RPG, or is what they call a classic RPG, CRPG, like Pillars of Eternity, Planescape Torment, old Fallout games. You we'll, can. we'll come back to Fallout later. Um, and this one's made by Obsidian. And uh, yeah, the setting of the game is you're in a world that has already been taken over by an evil army of an overlord named Kairos. No one knows what Kairos is, what gender they are, how they've managed to get magic powers that can cause things to happen purely by someone reading a scroll, but they have subjugated even the gods of the world. You realise it was a game and gained administration. I, no, I, I don't know. But no, the, the, the fact is that even the, even, even the gods, the Archons, couldn't defeat this being. Um, and, and you play the role of a fate binder, which is effectively a judge. You're, you're like a, you're a person who enact, um, enacts out stuff from a character called Tunon, which is like the prime adjudicator of the world, or Kairos themselves. And so the game starts with you reading out a... Well, you're solving petty squabbles between Kairos's two major armies. The Disfavored, which are like a regimented army, and the Scarlet Chorus, which is basically like Mad Max, but without all the fancy cars. Just just a conscript army of... Fancy people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you, you start off by entering into a valley with an edict in hand, and the valley shuts behind you. Okay, everyone's all sealed in this place, and you read out the edict that says, Right, if you two fuckwits don't work together and take over this fortress within the next seven days, we all die. I'd and, do that. And you go ahead and you do it. And it's, it's standard like CRPG stuff. You can control individual members of the party on the map. You can stealth with them. You can queue up actions. You get into combat. And you know, then it also has a little real-time strategy, in the fact that you can highlight the entire party and an attack, and you click and you do skills and you keep fighting until one falls over, and you hope that the person that falls over isn't you. Sounds like classic. I always wanted to fall over. Yeah, yeah, it's classic Ripper. But what I actually like about it at the beginning of the game, you know, like I mentioned, the world has already been taken over by the bad guys. At the beginning of the game, as part of your character creation you go through a bunch of options, sort of like Mass Effect if you hadn't played, or Mass Effect 2 if you hadn't played Mass Effect 1 style, that determines the setting for that world. So is it called the Conquest System? And yeah, you go through a whole bunch of choices, and it determines what you did to allow Kairos to take over the entirety of, of this world that you're in called the Tears, or this like continent, within three years. With minimal effort, um, and then that that's that determines your starting reputations with the Tearsmen and of the armies of Kairos as well. Um, and then you can so, just, you so know, the world so the world is already fucked. You just decide how it got fucked. Yeah, yeah, you decide how it got fucked. But then part of the storyline is the Tearsmen didn't realize how much you were going to change their world. So it's like, 
the, there's actions that have already been made which caused it to get conquered. And then the game will follow the actions that you take to either get it conquered further or, from what it looks like, liberate it. Liberate it. Or, as the run I'm doing at the moment, be an absolute anarchist and reshape the tears in your image. That was good. So, like, I got to the end of this first bit and I was siding with this arm, the the Scarlet Chorus, um, the Mad Max people, and I was siding with them all the way. Um, You know, the the guy who runs the army is, is a spy master who. You know, he's got various different masks depending on however or whatever souls he seems to have taken from people. Um, and yeah, took it over, got this nice spire, and and he walks in. He goes, "Oh yeah, congratulations, thank you. you can claim this spire for me, yay!" And there's just an option at the bottom, and I've never clicked it before, and it just said, "Betray Alliance." Hmm. And yeah, that that starts what's called the Anarchy Run. Which is basically you make all your decisions now independent of either of the two armies, and potentially later down the line, independent of Kairos themselves. So, uh, yeah, I like the idea because there's like there's another three runs that you could make, one based on each of the two armies, and then there's the rebel run, but that's entirely dependent on you getting the respect of the rebels before the end of that first chapter, which didn't happen. They hate me. Because you betrayed the fuckers? I didn't betray them. The rebel army, which is neither of the two of Kairos's armies, they hated me purely because of the fact that I took over. Like, I helped the takeover of the land. Oh, I hate so it was, you. I was, well. So I was already on the like the downward spiral before that. Yeah, but, that's um, a fair game. I, yeah. I hate you as well. Yeah, sure. So, but yeah, it was it, it's fun. I like it. Sounds I'm going to see how this anarchy run goes. Yeah. Maybe I'll right. try this game. Yeah. So, uh, I think we'll have to say, based on anarchy, it's time to go with this rare little bit that's probably less news and more of us just laughing at a situation. News time. And then probably silently sort of crying through the situation of where the games industry's gone. But uh, So how many days has it been since Bethesda uh, screwed the pooch? Um, Now, it's, as this podcast comes out, it's only been about four days. They They wiped their incident counter to zero this week um i mean there's no other way of saying this bethesda are trying to rip off the last people left playing fallout 76 in a ridiculous way we'll just cut to the chase they are offering a hundred dollar and that you know in the classic way of games uh games currency conversions 100 pound subscriptions for to be a Fallout 76 first member, providing you great options such as private worlds, something that people were asking entirely, you know, the first time, and and Bethesda said it wasn't possible. Uh, a scrap box with unlimited stash. You might as well just let people run their own servers. Yeah, I, I was coming to an argument on that at some point as well, but um, yeah, a scrap box that allows you to put all your scrap in. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be heavily biased, by the way. Just as a See, warning. I, I would have hoped Fallout would have been like Ark or something. Mm, a lot of people hope that, but you know. But yeah, this scrap box, which again Bethesda said they couldn't do because apparently too much scrap in the worlds would cause the worlds to crash. Um, and and then other stuff like 
unique emotes that only you can Wait, use. And what what doesn't make the world crash? Um, not much anymore, to be frank. Let's 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 what, give. Frank makes the world crash. No. Wow, he's been doing good. To be to be fair to Bethesda at that point, and it's the only time I'm going to be fair to Bethesda. They managed to undo some of the shit from the launch. Wow, <laughs> we had to go back to but, it there. But yeah, but this is one of the things that has to be put into immediately on this, and we will get to some discussion of this as well. It's, it's, it's two things. One, prior to this announcement of the subscription, Bethesda had, had announced a delay to their major free content pack, Wastelanders, that was supposed to be adding NPCs and you know, uh, story quests and generally reasons to play the game into it. Two, and this is the fucking... Oh, two. They released this subscription service and it was broken. Private servers weren't private. Oh. Um, people... Well, the private server apparently didn't specify that anyone on your friends list could enter your servers whether you wanted it or not. The inability to restrict access beyond one's friend list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and number two on that private server thing, they weren't private as in fresh instances, they were just reserved instances of people who had already left. So people were going onto servers to find dead NPCs and heavily looted worlds already. But it was private. (laughs) For for their 99 member friends list. Um... And then the other thing, the scrap box, the thing that was supposed to store all your unlimited scrap, was just deleting the scrap when you placed it in the box. Uh, so it's basically a garbage disposal. Yeah. A very expensive garbage disposal. Yeah. Garbage disposal that you're spending £12 a month on. Indeed. Indeed. Wait, I'm thinking of it, then it's robbing you of your in-game currency as well. <gasps> yep. Alright, we're in that ball caps, actually. Yeah, so, uh, so... Absolutely ridiculous, and you know that this is the bit that pisses me off the most about it. I mean, personally, in my idea, you know what? Sure, subscription services for games are not inherently bad. MMOs, that's you know, at the time that was mainly how it does. Yeah, okay, it upkeeps server costs. It you know allows development of new of new functionality and stuff like that. Well, it's like Fallout there, are, 70... there, yeah, like there are lots of games where I mean, and today's. You know, continuously online world. It's just you know, there's there are ongoing costs associated with running games these days. I don't personally think that that's good. You know, um, uh, structural design, industrial design, but you mm. know, it is what it is. Uh, but if that's your business model from the beginning, it's like we're gonna let you play this game for as long as you want, as long as you pay the low low fee of X per month. It's like okay. I can I can negotiate this as a service, and uh, I can live with that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. It, yeah. It's just in this in this case, Fallout seventy six is not an MMO. It was a supposed to be feature complete, full price sort of game that uh, Steph mentioned. You know, at some point about Ark and stuff like that. It was supposed to be very Ark like, sort of shared worlds that you could join with your mates or. You know, some servers with not your mates, and you go hunt, you know, the wastelands there. And there was stuff to do in it. And, you know, it wasn't just a case of making your own worlds and expecting people to just define their own story. And you've just basically given them just an empty sandbox. It's not even like a, 
a Bethesda sandbox like they normally have. You know, okay, there's there's a loose thread of story content, but then you can do whatever like the hell you, you want. There wasn't even that. It's like you're, they're selling you a sandbox and then charging you twelve pounds a month for the sand. Yeah, the sand that keeps leaking out of the side of the box. Yeah, the sandbox doesn't have a bottom. Yeah. Well, I mean, with Fallout square. 76, it didn't have a bottom, did it? You fall through a sub-ocean. But, mm. uh, but yeah, and the, but so the, the other thing on that is, you know, I know the, the worst bit is people defending this shit as well, to be honest. They'll be going, they'll probably be going, oh, right, no, you're just bashing on the developer. You know, it could be, you know, oh, you didn't sit there and shitting on Minecraft Worlds, did you? When they've done it with their servers, or what was it, Minecraft Realms, isn't it? Not Worlds. Yeah, but they didn't fucking bring out broken shit. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't break their content. They didn't withhold content to announce the fucking subscription, and the game was already feature complete at the time that they did it. Yeah, you know what the thing about Minecraft is that made it great. It was a video game that you could yeah. do things in. Like there was yeah. an objective. Like you could just do whatever the fuck you wanted. Sure. Like, you know, like you could like the thing about Minecraft is that you can just build your world. Or you could, you know, go fight the Ender Dragon or go fight the Wither. You know, yeah. there's shit to do. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or you could sit there and make a Hunger Games mod. You know, the world the world was your oyster, but that was its intent. That was what it was meant to be. Fallout 76 was, you know, hyping up this sort of idea of, right, let's go explore this brave new world together with friends. And there was no one there. It was a, It's a joke. And that's where I'm... Controversial opinion warning. Here we go. I am more than happy to say at this point that anyone who has bought that $100 subscription, I would be happy to walk up to them, to their face, and say, you, fellow human, are a fucking moron. Because you would probably sit there and complain about how the quality of your games are going down and, you know, how stuff's not... You know, all functioned, and everyone's just trying to nickel and dime you out of everything. And you do that? So, you know, it's like, I'm so happy that you lose all the money. And it's like, you know, I guess we should probably point out, it's like, okay, this subscription is not mandatory. It's a premium subscription. It's on top of other stuff. But it's like, you know, so like you can still play the game without it. But it's yeah. like, it's, uh, it, it's still like, it, you know, if they're going to be giving you a premium service in addition to your full price video game it's like there are two things i would expect with the premium service and a full price video game i would expect you know the contents of a full price video game i.e a complete and functional video game and then i would want uh worthwhile fucking premium services and add-ons and it seems like Fallout 76 and the team at Bethesda have failed to deliver on both fronts. They failed to deliver a the functionality of a full price video game, and they are currently failing at delivering, you know, on the service of you know premium add-ons and doodads. Yeah, it's yeah. like, come on, man! Like people do this all the time. Like you can't just say you can't just use it as an excuse. Oh, video games are complicated, you know programming is hard like fuck like fuck off like there are f- dozens of companies all around you doing the same shit that you're doing some of it's even more complicated and they're just fucking hitting their stride every time successfully with few hiccups you know 
few hiccups that last longer than 48 hours at most. See, you say and that. these guys the are ones... just fucking tripping over their own feet constantly. See, the, the ones that get me is they're a big company. They're, there's loads of Yeah, them. it's not like this is like... And then like... you've got people like that make things like Dungeon Defenders. Um, you got small companies that make like Warframe. You got people who make like fucking Minecraft, okay? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like who, Minecraft like... works. It's you know, it's like I think the biggest bug of like early Minecraft was like they had like a duplication glitch. Oh, that's it. still in Minecraft. <laughs> Which like okay, you know, you can do that. I mean, I guess that's what it you was get a very with working game, with like, Java. <laughs> yeah, it was just like you have a. It was like I don't even know how many people made the original were a part of like the original Minecraft development team. Mm. But like, you know, like there's no excuse here. Like Bethesda's a billion dollar company. Yeah. <laughs> They've had they have a track record of immensely, enormously financially successful games. They have the funds, they have the people. There's no excuse for it. No. Not none at all. And, you know, it's I mean, the other thing to sort of consider like so I mentioned this, that that hundred dollar subscription isn't for for us. Well, it's definitely not for me. Right? I don't even have the damn game. Yeah, no, I mean it's not the, that that whole hundred dollar subscription is not meant to entice new players into the game. It's not meant to determine for me to to go and pick up spend like thirty quid, you know, fifty dollars. See, if you've got the game, I'd probably play it. It's like, man, Fallout seventy six seems like a real dumpster fire from the outside. But, uh, I, I bought the game thinking, oh, a lot of us would end up playing it. I played it a little bit, and everyone was like, oh, I'm not going to play it, I'm not going to play it. And then, so I was like, okay, I kind of stopped, because no one else was really going to play. And then, all of a sudden, some of us got it and started playing, and like, like smashed the head, and it was like, well, I can't be ass catching it. <laughs> but I, I think, so the thing that I've got on this, and the, 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 the sort of opinion that I've got for this is... Yeah, it, that $100 subscription are to try and keep whoever is left playing the game still playing it. But there's something you really need to consider on this. Is it worth constantly getting dicked over by a company over and over again? Who does not care one jot about you and you really shouldn't owe anything to them? Yeah, oh, then the like, world. It's like they're screwed either way. You know, it's like they can either not supplement their game they could either not supplement their game, and eventually just people they just you know run into the red of ongoing expenses and no new purchases, and just mm. f- lose their customer base that way, or you know they could continue doing what they're doing now and uh, turn away their existing loyal fan base with just crap that doesn't work, mm. that, that's too expensive to afford. And then turn them away that way and make slightly more money, but still eventually lose their customer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sort of the question I guess we sort of leave this on is is it worth this blind devotion? It's like, like it's not, it's like that's not a cheap subscription either, you know, like that that yeah. premium that's like that's yeah, you know, I mean I joke about this all the time. Like like twelve pounds a month, like that legitimately that is twenty dollars Canadian a month. That is a quarter of a video game every month. You know? Yeah. In, See, in my country. What is, uh, what is the actual subscription actually in Canadian dollars? Because you're just converting what they put it on is, there. It is, I, I, as of today, as of the recording of this video, I googled it, uh, £12, 
12 pounds is $20. Just over yeah, $20, can you? Just check on their site what the description would be for you. I mean, if it's going to be I, anything... I don't think it'll be $20. No, it's probably going to be $12, $13 Canadian. Yeah. And then $100 Canadian. But mm. still, that, that, again, is that's its own separate gripe. See... Uh, this is where I turn around and go, okay, I'll happily pay Canadian dollars with this. I've done that with an airline, you know. When they've gone, oh, um, when they've gone, would you like to be upgraded for this mountain? And they tell you in English pound, and I turn around and go, how much is it in Canadian dollars? And they tell you in Canadian dollars. And I go, I'll do it in Canadian dollars instead. They went, would you like to be charged in Canadian dollars? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because my bank does the convert it itself. Just do the fucker and it doesn't charge yeah. me. <gasps> go. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, okay, so I looked it up on the, online here. Uh, so Canadian dollar version of this is $18 a month or 130 a year. So, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's a $2 discount uh, a month is to be Canadian and 30 and like, you know, whatever. What's what's 20 times 12? 20 times 20 is uh, 400. 20 times 12 is 240. Yeah, times 12, yeah, yeah, yeah 240. But but at that point, your hundred and thirty dollars is thirty dollars more expensive than. But I um yeah, conversion is a conversion lot of is, shit. Conversion conversion is goofy. I don't yeah. know why your British pound is is supposedly so much more valuable. See, because my Canadian it's like dollar. When I first met you, Dunk, in um, Texas, and it was like you you got that hotel room for however how much you paid for it, and I looked for the exact same hotel room. And mine was like almost twice. It's like two times the price. It's like well, you can fuck that one right up. I'll happily, I'll, I'll, I'll use fucking Canadian sites to fucking hardest shit from that one if I have to. It's hotels and shit. Apparently, it's a pretty pretty good deal. Um, yeah. If you if you commit, which is the thing, and what uh, at the end of this. What is to say Bethesda don't just pull the plug in the next couple of months? Yeah, you know, just pull out, just fleece out a few extra dollars, and then just be like, yeah, you know, it's it's a lost cause. Don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I I converted I converted the hundred pound yearly subscription to Canadian dollars. It's one hundred sixty seven and a half dollars in today's money. <laughs> so so my Canadian version of the subscription, I'm saving thirty seven dollars. Over the yearly one and two dollars a month on the monthly version. Yeah. In in equivalent ex- currency. Yeah. Or, yeah. Personally, you could just save the hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Uh yeah. And and you know and not buy it. Maybe that's just maybe that's just me. Believe me, you know there are there are bigger games that have done you know better than what Bethesda have. And it's just, it's just, it's disappointing. Because at the end of the day, it's not, it's not even about sort of trying to provide the experience to those who were there. It's just exploiting who's left, personally. And it would, it would take, it would take, it would take a very good argument to dissuade me personally from that way of thinking. You know, to each to each their own. But I know we've got <sighs> some some slight consensus that at 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 best it's dodgy. At worst, it's insulting. Yeah, it really is just like... It's like, what's the best case scenario here? The best case scenario here is that Bethesda is woefully incompetent. That's 
that's best case scenario. Yeah. Would that's the best thing that someone can d- say about you in a hypothetical choice of potential descriptions? That's not a good sign. New, no. new. No. So, uh, yeah. With 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 that, I'm I'm highly disappointed now. I'm well, actually quite depressed to, at the end of that. Time to go. Time to go. Start drinking. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll kiss. So uh, we'll we'll wrap that up. So I'm actually out of booze, so I can't. Yay! Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll definitely wrap this up. So if you've dying. if you've liked what you've heard, which and you shouldn't because you're, if you are, you're a sick fuck. Yeah, it's like I love hearing about the AAA games industry collapsing on itself. Yeah, anarchy. I love it. Recession, <laughs> recession. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, do the like, share, subscribe. You think we will? You know, we do play games. They're all over the YouTube channel. Go, go, have a look. That's gonna uh, be the next recession, y'all. Like, not like we're kind of in one right now, but like when this one's over and we're like recovering, that's gonna be the next big one. That's the, it's the it's the description, but it's the subscription bubble. Yeah. Between TV services and video game services, and you know, monthly web. Fella membership bullshit. Yeah, Patreon business and all that. Patreon, Twitch, YouTube. The 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 subscription bubble is going to burst at some point in the next few years. And people are going to realize they just can't afford to, you know, nickel and dine themselves to death over every damn fucking subscription on the face of the earth. And they're going to... The businesses are going to collapse. They're going to have bad quarters left and right. And uh, it's going to be early 2000s all over. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like we want to shit on this subscription bubble in the AAA industry, but, you know, they just keep doing this to us. I'd I'd like them to get back to what they used to do, but, you know. Make uh, decent consoles and games that don't sound like jet engines. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Keep an eye on the YouTube channel. We play indie games. We also play big games. Just we play what we want. And generally, uh, you know, as long as they're not insulting us with shit like that, it's all good. Um, but yeah, follow us on the social medias. They're all in the descriptions wherever you're watching or listening to this. And Spooktober concludes this week. So on Thursday, the 31st of October, there'll just be finales to... Uh, I'm not here for Halloween. The... Our little horror oh. story. Yeah. Yeah, so to the Halloween, um, the RPG Maker experiment, and the Resident Evil playthrough, and if I can get it up there in time, D has done a run through Layers of Fear as well. So I might get a GoPro before Thursday. A GoPro before Thursday. Okay. I'm doing Spooky World. Where GoPro? <laughs> Fair enough. So all I gotta do is say thank you to Duncan and Steph. Always good to be. Here. Thank you, Duncan and Steph. Yeah, thank, thank you, Duncan and Steph. Do, I'll, I'll do, say it again because they don't, they don't do cause, fuck Because it is, it is appreciated. And uh, Why? Yeah. they don't, they don't do fuck We're just, we're voices in a room. You know, we're just more work for you, essentially. Ah, keeps me going. But uh, yeah. So until next I, I week. Until next week, please, for God's sake, don't kill the lumbers. Don't just don't they're splurge stealing, that amount of money on they're that. Stealing please. the Henry jobs. Don't kill each other. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, think, don't... Of, think of the Henrys and the Henriettas and I forget the rest of the names. Don't don't kill each other and don't uh, 
don't release a monthly subscription for something that doesn't work. Yeah. Henry's can hurt. <laughs> Alright, bye. Bye.